Welcome to the show, everyone. This is uh, definitely a real podcast for you. I'm joined today by the APAC champion, Eric Kielbeck. Yeah, thanks for having me. You're welcome. Uh, I guess off the bat, I just want to give a little threat level alpha. There's there's definitely going to be swearing here. <laughs> yeah, a bit. You know, you know what's on the what's on the agenda. It's coming up. Second order of business. Let's choose a podcast name. Yeah, what do you want this podcast to be called? So I got some suggestions if you want to hear them. Number yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Do you have anything? No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I. No, no, no. Not at all. I've, I've no talent. You're the creative genius. Uh, clearly you have no talent, which is why I created a fake podcast interview. So number one, winners don't use Stimhack. <laughs> Winners don't use Stimhack. It's like clickbait. I had Stimhack in my list, though. Ah, shit. I didn't look at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had two Stimhacks. Okay. Do you like that one? Because it's all downhill from here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Oh, sure. Right. Number two. Between two Fausts. <laughs> Between two Fausts. It's bad. Uh, number three. <laughs> HHN Boom Boom. A comedy podcast. <laughs> I don't know about that one. Oh, okay. Uh, the winningest agenda. The oh, yeah, absolutely. That's okay. a lock. That's a that's a uh, snap pick. It's not going to be confusing for anyone. Uh, terminal yeah. nine and three quarters. Uh, that is... Oh, that's okay. I like the winningest agenda more. <laughs> winningest agenda. Okay, let's go with that one. Let's go with that one. So... I think off the bat here, what I wanted to do was uh, just examine how we got here. Uh huh. Clearly, you like how I got won here. some sort of major event. Yeah. I have a question. Yeah. What does APAC stand for? Oh, jeez. Oh, my God. I hope you... I, I said it off the top, and I was like, I don't know what that means. I'm just thinking of, like, Lab's meme attack on Titan thing. Uh, Asia yeah, yeah, yeah. Pacific. I think PAC is for Pacific and A is for Asia. Oh, and then the C is for Continentals. Oh, I thought the C was part of Pacific. No, because it's A A for Asia, P A for Pacific, and then C for Continentals. Right? Oh, what about A for Asia, P for Pacific, A for Australia, C for Continentals? Oh yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, that makes sense. That, that, it's got layers. That's why it works. Isn't Nisei knows what's up. Yeah, I it mean, works, they're obviously way layers. smarter than us. Like the running net. Absolutely. Runner. What are we doing? <laughs> yeah, just winning the tournaments. <laughs> well, one of us is, I guess. Um, are you playing in the uh, U.S. Continentals? I'm gonna do the yeah U.S. Canadian South American. Uh, hopefully, it's a weak field, so I could get top half. Get some sexy looking Anansies. I think the field's gonna be soft. Good. Good. You know. Yeah, UK staying in their corner. You know, they all play miserable decks, so I won't have to deal with them. <laughs> it's a lot of bad players yeah. in North America, which, including myself. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not throwing shade on anyone. I'm not saying I'm a good player. Am I no, saying I I'm better that, than like... half of them? Yeah. Probably not, but I'm hoping so. Well, I think. It, because it's the third tournament, it's going to be the least attended. Really? Because 
I was going to say, I was surprised at the low turnout on, on this Australian one. It was like 47 people, maybe? Were you? I wasn't. I was, like... Well, it's like, how know. many people live in Australia? Clearly, millions. Asia. Is that true? Quite populous. Well, You've Asia... Got... No, Asia, Asia has a lot of people. But the thing about Asia is Netrunner did a very poor job of sort of taking root in the Asian market because there weren't translations sold from most. And like, I knew the, the like the Japanese course that I thought came out like years after the original course that in English did. Oh, absolutely. But there's still metas out there. Like there's, there's at least a couple dudes in Japan that play. So I, I feel there's, no, no, there's a, there's this, there. I know there's like a South Korea. Yeah. South, South Korea, Korea famously bogs home meta. <laughs> That's such a weird, like, twist in the bog saga oh i, it's like I he, just love hearing about the bog saga it's well it's interesting when he talks about it because like he talks about it in a way where he's like that's where i discovered what makes netrunner fun and i i like to imagine like he like put himself in exile from north america for like <laughs> two years to like find the soul of netrunner and find the joy in the game that we have stripped out yeah basically yeah, that's a little bit sad. Um, but I still like Nightrunner somehow. Nightrunner was good. It's A+. Plus. I, I okay, we so. gotta get back on track. So uh, Yeah. So, you won this big tournament. You were like, oh shit, there's no... No one's interviewing me. I'm the freaking winner here. <laughs> like, I should be getting, like, <laughs> praise heaped upon me by all these podcasts. I think I said something like, oh, there's like 0.2 podcasts left labs shot me a mean looking emoji i think he does the non-functions minuten the german one uh <laughs> so you could learn german and go on that one i'm sure i think that you're right that's what exactly what i said word for word was i feel like i'm not getting enough praise and this is just like a way for me to get praise you're right Phil. Absol- that's basically that's why i'm it. here to heap praise upon you and not humiliation do you want to go over the tournament? Like, two days of Netrunner. Yeah, There's a lot yeah, happening yeah. in there. So, like, basically... I mean, like, I wasn't surprised at the low turnout, per se. Because, like, to me... Australia is, like, not a very populous Netrunner region. Like, if you look at the tournament, I th- wasn't it, like, 50... Like, I thought, like, almost half the people were, like... Yeah, 50% out- were not from the region. Yeah, that's a lot. That's like a fucking ton. Like, what? That's insane. Well, so but that's the thing. Me... Is there only like 20 Netrunner players in Australia that could make it? Because they definitely have a bigger meta. And I say Australia, but it's Australia. We know there's some in New Zealand. And New Zealand. Yeah. Japan, South Korea. There's Hong Kong. There's the Whalen Meat Shop in Manila. They probably don't play anymore, but I love that's that true. it exists. That's true. I think, well, I think to some extent, these events are going to have lower turnout because they're online. That's true. Like, that's, like, I think that's just true. And then so, um, like, I think in some sense you kind of have to be pretty hardcore to play a Continentals online. And so there are a lot of people who might have gone to, like, an in-person event but didn't. And so that's why, like, I, but, like, you know, 20... I mean, how many people are at Australian Nationals this year? I have no idea the you know? stats on that. Should we pause and look it up? It's not worth it. Yeah, 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 I'm assuming pause, more pause. than 20. 
No, I think it's in that ballpark, though. Is this going to be edited, by the way? <laughs> uh, seeing as I have no idea what I'm doing, I'm going to lightly edit it. So if you want something taken out, just like, yeah, like, cut this out, and yeah, I'll yeah, cut yeah, it sure. out. No, for sure. Uh, okay, one second. So let's look at the let's look at these results. I feel like Australian nationals, like like New Zealand nationals, only had like twelve people this year. Also won by a Canadian, by the way. Oh yeah, I remember about that. I'm just loading up the results here. Okay, let's sort by country, Australia, the f- format, the type, nationals. Yeah, Australian nationals in 2019, which is this year's net, like this past yeah, year's the, nationals, the right? most recent one. Uh, 25 people huh well i mean canada like how many people how many people live in australia as much as in canada i imagine yeah okay, no australia has less people than canada dang and canada pulled like 23 people for their nationals or whatever was it that small i thought it was like 30 ish oh God. no it wasn't it was like i might be wrong i don't remember people. anything <laughs> you were there we had 26 people for Canadian. <laughs> 26 people. Oh, I mean that's pretty Canadian good nationals. for Edmonton. No, I agree. It is. I'm just saying that, like, so when you look at the Continentals, and like, let's just assume for argument's sake that, like, let's just say all the people who were going to go to, who were willing to travel to Nationals in person, would be play, willing to play in a Continentals online. Then... Don't assume that just being online makes it that much more accessible to like the average player that's just like oh i kind of like this game i wouldn't travel for it because that's a commitment but i could i could take a day and play online i think the reason why but i think people don't like playing in online like people like i think this is not a hot take this is i think people would much rather play in person than play online oh absolutely but that's not really possible right now so i thought this would have a no for sh- that extra for draw sure. oh you think it would like it would up the i mean like i think in some sense, that could be true. I think the Asia Pacific Continentals were capped by like the region, the size of the region. Okay, fair. And so, like, maybe it's true. It's true for like the Europe ones that they get more. I'm assuming easily uh, over hundred. Oh, I don't think so. I think they'll no. get like eighty. I think wow. if they get if they get over eighty, I would be surprised. Huh? Isn't it like like the German meta is like hundreds of people, isn't it? What are you, Phil? What are you talking about? I don't no, know it's anything not. about professional netrunner. Clearly. Yeah, yeah, no, the net, German netrunner meta is not that large. Huh? They just play yeah. a lot. Yeah, they they just have like very prolific players. Oh, okay. but um, so yeah, yeah, this is boring. People. Let's move on. Day one, uh, any any highlights for you? Any surprises? I was kind of watching the stream, but they weren't all ear games. I was surprised at how much sports metal there was. It's a fun deck for sure. Yeah, I mean, it's good, but, it, like, it's fun, but it's not good, which was what surprised me, was that so many people were playing it. And, yeah, like, I don't know, I think, like, kind of the, what, the only thing that surprised me in some sense was that the Corp meta was, like, more diverse than I thought it would be. I thought it would be a lot of, like, Titan and Asa. Yeah. The runner side did not surprise me, which was, like, a lot of, like, 4-9 and Leela. Which Just 4-19 like, everywhere. Yeah, but I don't know. The first day was good. It was like I've been working. Like I think one of the the problems I've had with like these online tournaments and like is if you ha- if I have like a bad time in the beginning, it's easy to like be motivated to drop. 
if you're going to a tournament in person and you have like a bad two rounds, like if your first two rounds you split, which I think is like for me is bad. <laughs> and, <laughs> Isn't that what happened at nationals? You split with me first round, and then didn't you split your second? And you still went to the finals. No, I sw- I swept my second. Oh, okay. I, I I was sweeping all the way out. Yeah, I got the. It was out. just me. Oh my god, that makes me. Feel yeah, good. you were the only person I, I took a loss off of in Swiss. That, that oh, thing. versus your uh, your freaking Lisa deck too. Liza. Oh man. Yeah. I feel I so got... proud now. So if you have like two bad rounds in the beginning, you can just sort of like you're, you're in a physical place, like it's hard to leave. But in an online event, if you have a, two bad rounds, the like the sort of like uh, opportunity cost of, of of dropping is very low. Oh yeah, you're just like fuck it. I'm gonna go play Call of Duty. Netrunner. Yeah, sucks. exactly. The end. Yeah, yeah. So like that's what happened in the Black Lives Matter tournament, which I sort of regretted doing. I played my first three rounds. I split every round, and then I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. So I'm gonna drop. And then what happened this tournament was I split my first two rounds, and I was like, I knew that because I'd split my first two rounds, it was going to be very difficult to make the top cut. Because of my next six games, I needed to win five of them. Yeah, that's rough. And so I was like, well, should I stay? Like, it's late. And then I was like, you know, I, just, I did make the decision. I was gonna, like, I sort of pushed through and I was like, I'm going to make a decision. I'm going to do this, which I think was good in the end. Like, I mean, it's good in the end because I won. But it's good, I think, like, from like a, like a, a mental fortitude perspective. That was like the big thing for me this tournament was like having a sort of like a a rough go of it in the beginning and then like pushing through and being like oh i'm gonna keep playing yeah and i mean yeah. obviously it paid off yeah no for sure so you think you could have won the black lives matter tournament then no <laughs> come on <laughs> I was playing give nine. me some hot takes i'm a bad 4-9 player that's the problem <gasps> i hate playing that no i mean it's so boring i mean it's good though is the problem yeah that is the problem I think, you know, like, it's, to me, it's a deck that has a very high skill cap, which I think is good. Oh, yeah. It's just, like, terribly oppressive when it's played correctly against you. It's not even as oppressive as it once was, because when it had Grant, it was just, like, you just got to that zero-credit floor, and you just stayed there until you died. It It was miserable to play against. Not that it's not miserable now, but there's at least breathing room, right? Yeah, I don't know. I think like the whole Grant thing is like I'm I'm not I didn't really feel like strongly about that card one way or the other. Like I'm sort of glad it went. Uh like it's not like I'm not like sort of like sad it is gone, but I'm also not like looking forward to it coming back. I I do think that like the reasons the the reason the four nine deck is so like oppressively good and like is constricting the court meta is not because of corporate grant. It's because of like other tools, like you know, pad taps and amakulas and, and doof. But, yeah, I mean, good I stuff. Know. Blue is is just always good. They have good tools. On top yeah, of a good no, idea, sure. well, like the Nisei cards have been a big buff for them. Like having boomerang and stuff, and like being able to boomerang and doof is like, I think, kind of carrying that faction a bit right now. Yeah, I think the new breakers too, right? Like. Like Mockler and Bugalter, mostly that one, yeah, Bugalter. I think it's mostly Bugalter. I think the Bugalter, yeah, the Bugalter is really good for it. I mean, I think also um, the Class Act oh, is insane, fantastic card. Yeah, 
Because you have a faction that, like, oh, and Bravado, too, is pretty big oh, for them. Bravado is pretty good. job, Nisei, on the blues. Print better Shaper cards. Day one, let's let's stay away from the, the, the talking about specific decks here. We could do that later. But anything that stood out for you in day one, I know you're trash-talking Hoshiko at the end of the tournament there. Bad showing from from Hoshiko. Yeah, that didn't surprise me that much. Because, you pivoted like, off Hoshiko, right? Yeah, we were going to play Hoshiko, and then like literally 12 hours before decklist submission, I decided to play Freedom. That because the Hoshiko sounds like what I do before a big tournament. It's practice with yeah, one deck, and then decide the night before it sucks. Yeah, I think that playing the freedom was the right call. I mean, I think the the the, the uh, other thing that surprised me about day one, Swiss, was um, the New Zealand like who made top eight surprised me in some sense because the, some of the names I definitely did know like uh, Longi and an activist and Mike and Labs, but then some of the Europeans I just like did not know at all, uh, which I thought was interesting. Shadow shot six six six. So mad they didn't make it to the finals to play against you. What a what a perfect foil to White Blade One One One. It's yeah. just too perfect. It ah, so sad. Yeah. What could have been? What could have been? Congrats to Longi though. He played great. Oh yeah, for sure. The uh, day two was pretty good. Before day two, I think there's an important event. You played Ti all day. How'd that go? Oh, it was good. It was. I was so tired. I think I got to bed at around five a.m. and I had to. I biked over to my friend's place at eleven, <laughs> and then I had to teach two new people how to play Twilight Imperium, and then we played until like I think like nine p.m. or something. It was good because like I, I'm very lucky to live in a part of the world that has reasonable health policies, so the COVID isn't as bad here. Yeah, but uh. I definitely did. I tried my, like, I definitely, like, just fucking destroyed my body in, like, an attempt to stay awake. Because, like, at first, I drank, like, eight cans of Coke in the oh, afternoon. You kids. And then, and then I was like, I'm not awake enough. I should try coffee. You'd never had coffee so, before. No, no, no. So I had my friend show me how to make a cup of coffee. I had a cup of coffee and, like, literally... It felt like I was drinking like poison in some sense because it was keeping me awake, but like it was giving me massive stomach cramps. Like it was just killing my stomach. Welcome to coffee. And I mean, the eight cans of Coke probably didn't help either. No, no. And then I ate like a whole extra large pizza by myself too. Uh, Um, Fantastic diet. And so, like, yeah, by the time, by the time I got to like playing the cut, I was like, I was like, I was starting to feel like I feel like actually ill. Like, I was just drinking water trying to, like, purge my body. Because, um, <laughs> like, it was, like, fucking just awful. But I was awake enough. And I think also the thing that helped me is I had, like, a 15-minute nap just before the tournament. Yeah, a little power nap for and it. it. And it actually woke me up, like, so much. I felt like I was, like, wide awake and I could, like, focus on the games and stuff. Oh, that's great. Day two proper, I think most of your games were on stream. I watched most of it i think yeah i got any, i played i think like my there? ctm game was on i think what surprised me and like it made sense to me but like most of the like the Lila lists in the top cut were like teched for titan which i was like kind of yeah. worried about in some sense i mean it's the um, deck to beat. 
No, yeah, like it was good. It was. It, I was surprised. I was expecting to play against like four. I I just saw criminal and I was like, oh, it's gonna be four and nine. It's fine, but it's it was Lila. <laughs> I do think that um, the freedom list got the matchups it wanted to see in the cut, and because the freedom yeah. list went two and two, the freedom list went two and two in Swiss, but it played against a game net. Like it had, it had close games, but it played. It lost against a game net and Earth Station, which are like two matchups you don't want to see for that deck and then in the cut i had like ctm and argus which is like two decks you want to see as freedom yeah no i think the cut went really well like i was mostly just like sort of like trying to endure and survive but uh i haven't watched my games back yet on stream i i watched i think just like the final game commentary yeah, was, was good, good wasn't it oh god they they were fantastic um commentary is so good i thought it was i watched a bit Andre, of it was like, just, pat oh so good i think they have morgan in there just just top tier talent the stream uh, itself was being ran really good by nisei raffling out prizes i think uh maybe one of my favorite events of the whole stream was you you finished a game you popped in the stream you <laughs> typed exclamation point raffle two minutes later you win this friggin raffle prize which you probably already have you played in all these major tournaments oh i laughed so much there's so much salt thank um, you white blade andre andre was good you know like i think the thing i like about his commentating style is i think he does a good job of building hype and he's like very analytical like where it counts right oh for sure like he's just like i think He's just good about like finding the point. Like I think one of the problems with commentating Netrunner is like it's hard to sometimes tell like what which run runs matter a lot and which don't. Yeah, and if you don't I have practice a... with specific decks, it's hard to see the lines, right? Yeah, and so I think he does a good job of being like, oh, okay, like this is why this matters. Like this is why this is exciting. Yeah, so I thought Andre like specifically was really really good. And yeah, and then I ended up winning it in the end, which was pretty crazy. Good job. Then you popped on stream, Mr. Potty Mouth, pure and innocent Andre, the guy who dresses up as Ned Flanders for Halloween. You went in there. <laughs> I'm just going to play this clip, this super cut I put together. You guys can hear me okay? Yeah, we can hear Yeah, you. That's pretty fucking lit. Fucking ass. Fucking ass is fucking ass. Because all the clubs yep. fucking suck. If you suck, if like anything you play sucks, you fucking suck. Oh, am I not allowed I... to swear in this stream? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Goddamn. 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 Like Morgan swore too. It wasn't just me. Shape is a condition pilot, at the moment. You guys can hear me. Okay? Just the final insult at the end there. Like Shaper is garbage. <laughs> so rude. I mean, they are. Don't get me yeah. wrong, but so rude. God, I cannot imagine. Like, like the thing about the shape of being trash thing is, like, I have played. Like, it's not like I came to that conclusion independent of playing shaper. I played a lot of fucking shaper, and it's bad. Like, it's just so bad. So one uh, thing that was told to me a while ago was that you are a fake shaper. I shouldn't give you any altar clone chips because you are a fake shaper. <laughs> How do you plead? Oh, yeah, I'm fake Shaper because all I play is Pawn Shop. Like, I've never played a Shaper deck that isn't Aesop's Pawn Shop, like, Haley. Because all of those... It's, like, in the same way, like, I'm an Anarch player, but all I play is Reg Anarch. 
There are Anarch decks that aren't Reg Anarch, but those decks are... Well, I guess I played Tag Me <laughs> a lot in my life. I don't know. I mean, I just think that, like, the problem... Like, the shape of card pool just has, like, a lot of problems, you know? <laughs> and it so... sucks. It sucks. Why didn't they make Polly's good? We... Yeah, Polly's is one of those ones... It's it's kind of tough. I kind of... I don't know if, if we came down too hard on it in the last bit of testing. I do think that, like, I would, I'm would. i kind of glad it came out a little undercooked and overcooked, yeah. personally. Because it was pretty fucking wild in testing. That's what I um, heard. I was so excited for it. And then it's... Just, no, no. Eh. I think we. I think it kind of came out undercooked. But I think that's, like, fine in the end. Like, I'd, I'd rather... The, on the runner side, at least, I'd rather, like, publish undercooked cards right now. Yeah. Ah, that's fair. On the corp... I'd like to push the boundaries on the corpse. Okay, more. let's talk about metas in a little bit, but I, I've got some philosophy for you. Okay, so I'm you're a, a big advocate of if you've eaten a grilled cheese but have never eaten cheese or eaten cheese, do you still subscribe to that? Like there's no cheese in a grilled cheese sandwich? I don't know how you phrase it, but it's the strangest thing yeah, ever. Yeah, well, I, I think the, the core... the co Well, it's because you're not eating... Yeah, you're not eating... Like it's the same thing with pizza. Okay. Yeah, you know? let's just leave it at that. But you, I don't yeah. know if you want to touch on this, but you recently had some surgery. Did they add anything in? Uh -huh. Did they take anything out? <laughs> they added a, they added a screw. That was basically it. Okay, so they, they screwed my ankle joint together. If if Eric from last week that didn't have screws won a continental, mm -hmm. is that the same Eric as I have now? Should new Eric? The white blade 222 be allowed to play in mm -hmm. north american continentals so this is like some ship of theseus level uh discussion i don't know i mean i think like this is the whole like um have you ever heard about this idea that like when we go to sleep we like become like a new person quote unquote because like we can't track our consciousness like this we can't account for we, there's a gap in consciousness that we can't account for i haven't have heard, heard that, that but i i guess so yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. I do think that, like, I wish... It, it's funny now, like, being done the surgery, I think I probably could have played in NA Continentals. You seem um, fairly lucid right now. As I was hoping you'd be hopped up on drugs, but you're pretty normal. Yeah, well, you should have talked to me on uh, Tuesday, Thursday, Wednesday night. I was pretty fucked up Wednesday night. <laughs> but, no, I mean, I think... I'm going to try and do some commentary for Europe and then I'm going to do commentary all day. I, I'm going to try and do commentary all day for North America. Ah, uh, looking forward to it. Yeah, it's going to be good. I, I, I like commentating with Pat. He's a good guy. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So no wipe. We're, we're not going to argue with Nisei to, to, to let you into new continentals, even though you are a completely different person now. That's I fine. mean, yeah, it's like tough. I would have to use a different Jnet account. Those I don't know really if I necessarily want to make a new so, Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Ever since they started, uh, like, yeah, you know, it's the, when I when a Jnet account drop right now. So I don't know if I necessarily want to like go through all the labor of making a new Jnet account for for my Smurf for uh, uh, any Continentals. A, a completely new personality. No, you you'd get found out. You'd get booted out. Uh, let's go back to meta here. Four nineteen. Medium showing, you know, Leela's a lot better. Do you think that's a trend that's going to keep going? Like, the days of 419 are over? 
Yeah, I don't know. I think it's interesting. The Leela seems better. Like, I, I, I think, yeah, that's a good question. I think, like, basically, the runner side of the meta is, like, very optimized. And, like, people are playing, quote-unquote, the correct decks for the meta. I think on the corp side, people are playing unoptimized corps. So I think in a meta where people, like, like playing better and, like, are playing more Titans and more Aces, Leela looks a lot better. And I think Leela is, like, a good answer to the Titan and the Acer. Yeah. I don't know. I think 4-9 has a good, like, it's this weird after effect where, like, 4-9 is, like, pushing out a lot of, like, mid-rangey corp decks that, like, in theory would have game versus, like, Freedom and Hashiko and Leela. And so, like, if people keep playing Leela instead of 4-9... It makes space for The him. corp meta becomes more diverse. Yeah, yeah. it's But I don't think we're going to get to that stage... I don't know. I think that the the meta needs to, the, the needs to be a lot of tournaments and needs to be a lot of iteration before we get to that point. Yeah. And I also don't think that people are that I think also that presumes that people are going to be rational when they're making deck building like deck choices. Yeah, that's not me. And well, like I think like the whole thing is like more people should be playing Titan, but I think there is like a subset of people who aren't going to play Titan because they just don't like Titan. You've got this you know I mean? squishy middle of competitive players that just... They don't just play their pet decks, but you have to play a certain deck a certain amount of times to be comfortable with it, right? And, like, not everyone is going to see the results and, like, immediately pivot to what is seen as best, right? They'll they'll be a lot more comfortable and probably successful playing what they're comfortable with. Yeah, I don't know. I just think that, like... I guess, like, for me, I think this is, like, more true. Like, I agree with that statement. I just think that's more true of, like, an Ace situation and a Titan situation. Because, like, the Titan deck is, in my opinion, obviously, like, better than the Acer. Yeah. And it's, like, literally dumb shit easy to play. <laughs> and so, like, you could, like, it's, like, not hard. Like, it's not hard. It's not hard at all. You play, like, five times and you're like, oh, I understand. Yeah. I think... Like, playing Titan well is, like, obviously important. Like, I think I would... There's a sort of meme where, like, Titan requires no skill, and I think that's, like, inaccurate. I think I would consider myself, like, a good Titan player. But, like, the 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 skill floor is so high that, like, you might as well get in there because, like, even if you're, like, quote-unquote bad at Titan, you'll still, like, get by most. Yeah, you could still, like, luck out wins, right? Like, just get the Atlas train going and you're gone. Yeah, yeah, just and like coin flip anything. out, which is like why the deck's good. Okay, cool. Anarch, where's Val? Haven't seen her around. The the problem with playing Val in a meta like this is it's hard to justify playing a fifty card deck, and then the bad pub is like good when games are going longer. Yeah, because you get to use the bad pub more often. But like most games are going to be done between eight and twelve turns. And so it's hard to sort of, like, justify an ID that's kind of about, like, grinding out value. Yeah, um, like, it, it makes sense when CTM was the big yeah. deck to beat. You know, you're doing a lot of value runs on centrals and stuff. And, yeah, it makes sense to me. Yeah. And I think if you were, like, and I think, like, even right now, like, if the the Val list is also better when there's, like, a lot of good asset spam decks in the meta because the bad pub's more yeah. valuable. But, like it's just CTM right now and it's not like the bad pub isn't that great against the Acer. Yeah. 
And so you'd rather just be like either Hashiko, who's way faster, or you'd rather be Freedom, who has like the tools to disrupt the corp combo decks, basically. Yeah, the the trashing of the combo pieces. Okay. It's super uh, good, yeah. Shaper is garbage. What do they need to get out of the trash can? Um, they need better cards printed for them, basically. I think it's like a compounding effect where not only is the uh, meta really fast, which has like historically been bad for shape. I think like it's they yeah. they have this problem as a faction where like their identity is built around inevitability, but the meta is really fast. But then the problem with giving like shapers just cards that quote unquote speed them up is that you get to lock they, faster, right? Yeah, that's what it means. Is like it just sort of becomes oppressive in a sense. Like so, I think it's like right now. I like I know this is like kind of like shitty to say because like if you're a shaper fan, it sucks. But I do think that it's just like one of those things where like shapers are kind of like in a rebuilding year, like where criminal were for like a year and a half. <laughs> yeah. Like you know what I mean though. Like yeah, criminal, like before before like downfall came out, criminal was like really bad. Even though they had like um, 80% of the tools they use now. Yeah, there's just a few things here and there that change in the both in the meta and in their card pool that just take yeah. over, right? Well, yeah, like, I mean, I think it's like, I remember even at Worlds of this year, it's like when we found out that the UK people were going to play Criminal, we were like, that's crazy because, like, there was a perception among our testing group that Criminal was really, even then at the time, it was, like, still okay, but then, like, Boomerang, uh, like, boom, in my opinion, Boomerang and Bravada really pushed that deck over the edge. Yeah. So to me, I think it's just kind of like there is a the gateway the system gateways coming out which will have cards for shapers and then the cycle the product after gateway which i'm pretty sure they haven't announced yet as a name so i'm not going to speak to it yeah they were calling it bashes on vesper stream okay yeah so bashes is like the product after uh gateway and like i've been looking at the shaper cards from bashes and the shaper cards from gateway and i'm confident that like they will support a uh like a shaper like play style that is like more interesting a shaper because like renaissance well yeah i think it's like there are parts of like the shaper color pie that are like fun and then there are parts that are like kind of toxic which is like this idea that shapers are supposed to be the faction that don't do running and it's like the game's about running it doesn't make sense it doesn't it doesn't like you need like you, so, like, some of the cards I've seen at a Bastion Gateway sort of, like, incentivized shape of running. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. I didn't interesting. think we were going like, to get scoops here, but we're, we're going to scoop. It's not baby. a scoop. It's not a scoop. It's definitely Anything a scoop. Anything here is licensed to change. It's like, licensed to change. Absolutely. <laughs> like, no. it's. It, it I'm change, glad to hear but... all that because, yeah, as I'm, like, a hardcore shaper player. I hate playing anything else. I'm playing Anarch right now, and it's killing me. But, yeah, just being forced to run when you're not ready to run with shaper and then that just loses you the game it's just ugh. yeah i've been playing what's it called yeah like there's like i used to be a big criminal guy and then like when criminal kind of got gutted at the end of flashpoint when they like banned like and they had to they banned like Tamuj and then air and shit yeah. like that that's when i was like okay i'm gonna just play anarch but there was like i'm there was like a two-year period where people were like still playing criminal and it was like bad <laughs> yeah so i think sometimes factions like these need to go through 
in any card game, you need to go through sort of like rebuilding periods. Uh, the faction identity gets reevaluated, and it's like, oh, we're going to keep this, but get rid of this. Yeah, no, that's really good insight. Moving on, you said the only asset spammy now, asset spammy style deck was CTM. RP had a lot of hype going into last weekend. It's because RP won that like UK uh, that UK store championship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so like it sort of built up a lot of hype. But I think like even the people who like were playing that deck at the tournament were like, this is kind of only good because like people don't expect it. But like once you understand how it works, it's like not that great. Yeah, you can dismantle it. Palano I... was pretty strong before rotation, and now it's just like nowhere. Is that just because it's not fast enough? No, it's because it has a bad, like, it has just, like, an abysmal 4 1 9 matchup. Ah, and, like, you. criminal matchup. Yeah. And then, so, like, that is just sort of, like, keeping it down. And then, like, the other part, most Polana decks wanted to run, like, some form of, like, Kakugo and Breach Dome as, like, as, like, net damage deterrence. Yep. But then they got, like, sort of, like, hit. They got, like, sort of, like, caught in a crossfire of the PE bands. So that doesn't really work either for them. Like, the, they can't... It's hard for them to do, like, the net damage glacier thing because, like, those There's tools There's no more tools for that, now. yeah. NBN, CTM's kind of a dump right now. I've, I've been wondering about the Spag-style CTM with Lady Liberty. Like the kill one? Yeah, like, where's that? I think it's, like, the... <laughs> this is, like... this. I'm going to say this, like, every time. It's because you go so slow... That 4-9 can just kind of take you apart on the table. Yeah, he just, like, runs on you and gets money and then destroys you. Well, the Rizekis... It's the Rizekis are super big in that matchup, too. Uh, right, yeah, that Like, Rizekis pretty, in, Rizekis pretty insane for 4-9, in my opinion. Yep. Because you just never run them out of money. Haas Byroid. We've mm -hmm. asked a little the bit. The most boring... Yeah, sports metal. Where Where's the future for them, you think? Have we done the math on Stronger Together? Um, I don't know. I think Asa will continue to be good. I think Asa, as like an archetype, is going to be dead after next rotation. Oh, brutal! Um, a lot of fans. Well, because like team sponsorship, like like they're just losing tools. They're oh, losing um, team sponsorship, which is pretty big for them. Is Moonbot uh, going next rotation? Don't we still have San San? Yeah, team sponsorship is in San San. Oh dang! It's just an yeah. asset spam nightmare. So I assumed it was in. Uh... No, it's, it's, I don't know. Team Fellowship is like wholesome ass suspect. Yeah. Because no, it's actually but... trying to like progress the game state. It gets just paired up with some terrible stuff and yeah, makes it more yeah. terrible. Um, I think, uh, no, I don't know. I mean, I think like to me, one of the like success stories of the Nisei era has been like the reinvigoration of HB midrange as like an archetype. Yeah. Like they the whole nothing. like Mega Pre. They had, like, there was, like, the, the seven-point combo sports medal. That's existed since, like, R&R-ish. But they had nothing else for the longest time. And before that, yeah, yeah, since CI got banned, like, nothing. So I'm glad to see Yeah, that. I think, yeah, it's cool to see, like, the mid-range sports medal decks work. I think there's been, like, a lot of Nisei cards that are, like, obviously pushed. But I think that's an archetype that it's fine to have pushed cards for. Mm-hmm. Like, Mega Pre-Qualifier, Project, uh, Vacheron, Hagen, are all kind of, like, wild cards, in my opinion. But it's an archetype that's needed a lot of love, so uh, I think 
that it's good that like that's is seeing play and like sports metal scene play. I think Beomoth's a cool ID too. Yeah, I'm not smart enough to play it. There's it's a, cool though. I like Absolutely. I like playing it, but every time I play it, I'm like, wow, that was not optimal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And lastly, unless we want to shit on the mini factions for a little bit, they're still bad. Adam's maybe okay. Uh, is Adam that bad? I, mean, I think Adam is like discount Reg Anarch right now. Yeah, I lose to Adam a lot. So I can't. I think. Yeah. Can't I don't Adam. play a lot of Adam. Adam, I think, has the most like fervent, like, like most passionate fan base. Yes. I mean, people love Sunny. She's got a, a lovely story. Earth's best mom, all that. But yeah, yeah, she, yeah. she's not good. Uh, I've never Adam's understood what that means. Sorry? What does Earth's best mom mean? She, like, it's just like I think it's the, the alt art from some FFG kit has a picture of her, and she has this mug and is Earth's best mom on it. Okay. Uh, it's, look, let, lore corner. So Sunny has this partner called Pat who's on uh, some sort of mission to Mars. And so oh, in theory so she's Pat the best mom on earth. Is, yeah, Pat would be Mars's best mom. Would she she kind of left both her kids back on earth. Is that great momming? Not going to judge, but I think it's up for debate if she is Mars's best mom. But Sunny certified Earth's best mom. Love it. Isn't there that movie, that critically acclaimed anime movie, Mars Needs Moms? Critically acclaimed? Uh, yes, <laughs> I've heard the title. I think it's just too highbrow for me to have ever checked. I've never seen Mars it. Needs Moms, one second. It's probably um, the uh, origin story of Sunny Pat relation, right? Yeah, it came out in 2011, which is a year before Netrunner. So this is... Um... That's, that's some deep lore <laughs> oh, we're digging up. Deep lore. This, you, know it's, you know it's true because... This was the last film that the company made before it was dissolved. Oh my god. Um, they, knew, they knew too much. Yeah, bought up under the table by FFG. Uh, everything silenced just just so they could put more deep lore yeah. into their runner. They wanna they wanna harvest the momness out of Earth moms. That's what the Martians want. So yeah, I guess um, that's cool. I didn't know that about Sunny. I didn't know that uh, they had a partner. Yeah. Who was also a mom. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, which brings us to Wayland. We're both big Wayland fans. I know. Oh, uh, it's, it's so, Wayland's it's like, amazing. Oh, God. They're so fucking gross right oh, now, though. It's so good. And they've sucked for so long. Is, and uh, now, like, you rip out any Wayland ID, it's all good. You can wait them with anything. Uh, it's definitely, like, one of those things where, like, these are the golden years. Um, <laughs> I'm like, so happy to be living through them. Oh, it feels good. We're gonna look back and be like, I can't believe they were allowed to be this insane for this yeah, long. No kidding. No, I think it's like it is this like additive effect where like they had like bad agendas, bad ice, bad operations, um, for like ever. And then so then they got all good agendas, then they got all good ice, then they got all good operations. And so yeah. like now by the time we're at the end of like this three year process, which really kind of started in my opinion in um in like flashpoint and uh, red sands yeah nisei gave them one good upgrade and then that uh, was too much had to ban it yeah i don't know if the convigor needed to be banned but it was yeah the convigor got banned I but get like why. the wayland i don't know i just think that like it was a banning which i don't like which is like 
in my opinion, it got banned not because it was too good, but just because people didn't like playing against it. That making the game miserable, I think, is a banning. Bannable offense. Thank you, Nisei, for doing that. I agree with that. I don't know. It's like, like, what can, okay, then can I ban, like, I don't know. It's just like, to me, it just seems like it's a slippery slope, but I understand what you mean. Yes, you can ban, um, you can ban 419, you can ban Val. Anything you want to <laughs> ban, I, I'm probably up for it. What do you want to ban? Uh, What do I want to ban? I want to ban, um, man. Is the thing I, oh, fucking Sandberg. Sandberg? Holy shit. Oh, yeah. See, that's Fuck miserable. Me, I hate that's Sandberg. Ban it. Sandberg is, straight up, Sandberg is straight up miserable. I thought you were saying Sandstone. I, uh, I was like, it's not that good. No, no, Sandberg. Yeah. Like, I played against it. I, like, I've been playing against it more on JNet. And it's like, sometimes, like, most of the time, I beat them, like, with, and because the Sandberg decks don't work. Like, that's, it's a bad, it's, it's a bad It's a win it's more, a right? You already have to be way yeah, but like, to do anything. Sometimes I'm in that like 20th percentile game where like everything lines up. They draw all their econ, yep. then their ice, then their sandbags. And it's just like so miserable. And then like I remember I was playing against this person. They sandbagged. I like they they got like the insane draw of like all the agendas in the bottom of the deck, all their econ, all their ice. I I run through their remote, spend a million dollars to trash sandberg, because all I can do is click for crits. And then they're like, archive memory, install the Sandberg. I just gotta hit him with the snap concede. Because, like, it's just so terrible. Uh, maybe um, they should write a guide about playing against Sandberg. Post on Simhack. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I, want, I should write another article soon. I, I really enjoyed your uh, How to Beat CTM and SS Spam article. I, I feel like it was written specifically for me. You saw me play against uh, Dragoon <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. CTM. It was oh, I hate CTM. I uh, want to write an article about uh, deck building. Yeah, I mean that's a huge part of the game, right? And I think that's where a lot of people that are just starting to get in the game really stumble. Right? They find one card, they're like, "This card is sick. It's a shitty card." They put it in anyways, and they lose, and they lose, and they lose, and then they. Yeah, I think my my article is going to be focused on like competitive deck building. Um, but yeah, no, it'd be, it, it's something I've, I've wanted to, I've just been thinking about a while and like, I gotta, someone's gotta lead the, the stim hack article of Renaissance. I agree. Uh, and like, as an aside here, like Nisa has been doing a fantastic job keeping everything going, but I think that the, the yeah. rest of the community, people who are unaffiliated have been also stepping up and just. You know, where there's, like, streaming or, like, articles or, like, features on Reddit. There's, like, a, a new one that's just, like, the top three type of this card every week. I love it. I love that. I, like, I, I, I don't know who started that. Who Who's the, who's doing that, by the way? It's just a great idea. It's by Deep Resonance. This is great shit. This is, like, I like it a lot. I like it. It's really good. I like the whole... The, the mod has done the, like, sort of, like, a mid-July, like, here's what's going on in July thing. Yeah, that was great. Which is, like, I think it's good to have that sort of, like, discussion point and be like, oh, here's what's happening this month. Uh, it, it makes, like, things feel more special, more important, I guess. Absolutely. When you sort of, like, have a month-by-month breakdown. Uh, things are only important and... because we assign importance to them. Like that, the Netrunner yeah. subreddit is especially a good place to do that because it's sort of the landing page for anyone just like looking into Netrunner, right? It's the most easily accessible public forum. 
so so to see like activity and actually like cross posts and stuff on that page to me is like a, a bellwether yeah. of the the health of the game as a whole weather bell no, for sure. bellwether i don't know bellwether thing no for sure i think um that that is a good sort of read on it i think i've also been impressed with um What's that group? What's that group called? Uh, I went on the uh, LSTM's podcast, uh, Kitchen Table Netrunner. Yes, uh, I'm a, a flaming kinkster myself. I love that podcast. Amazing. <laughs> um, I met them. I got the chance to meet them twice in person. Yeah, um, because you said you'd never been on a podcast, and then everyone immediately corrected you, saying you'd been on Kitchen Table. Well, like before. I meant like actively. I meant like you know, like actively as, as a like. Yeah, that was like a interview that got posted a month later. That's fair. Yeah, I know. But it was nice from. to meet. I met them at. Uh, I got a chance to meet them at Worlds and then also at U.S. Nationals, and they were just like both. Oh, they are both very nice. kind. Any predictions uh, for Euros? What are those Brits up to? What's what's Germany cooking? I think like real talk, Germany's all of them are gonna bring Titan or Ace. Like. I actually don't think they're going to bring Asa. I think they're going to bring Titan instead. I think Pintle's going to bring Asa and Geist because he's the most stubborn man on the planet. <laughs> I think that the UK people, like the UK elite, will bring Titan because they know it's that busted. But yeah. I think broadly, the UK sort of like general population will bring like whatever they feel like. I think that freedom is not going to be played that often. Again, think, because like, I, I think, think people... most people are out of practice with freedom since like knifey fox kind of was the last big style yeah uh so i think like the freedom thing is going to be like more of like a north american phenomenon yeah there's an extra um, week there to, to wrap our heads week. i think like the na players are like more aggressive than the european players broadly i think which like fits the freedom play style i also think that like i think there is a possibility that the Germans bring like a, a modified version of freedom. So like yep. a version like pencils, chisel version, and then bring it with the idea that like you have teched for Asa with the chisel stuff. And then you have teched for freedom for Titan with the freedom ability. Yep. So I think, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think it's going to be interesting. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. It's, it's going to be pretty exciting. I think is in your uh, mind is a like dead in the water right now. Cause, cause before the last rotation, like it was just the deck was like Apoc, Koshiko, yeah. Apoc, whatever, whatever Anarch you could stuff it in, right? So, like, if you could cast your mind back before the rotation, Apoc was kind of like always thought to be like a, a deck, but it was like a meta call. I think in some sense that's what Apoc is right now, where like you can play it and it's a bit of a meta call. I think the problem with Apoc right now is like it is really suffering. Like, if all you had to do was beat Asa, you'd play Apoc. Yep. But it's really suffering from a sort of, like, abysmal Titan matchup. Oh, okay. It's not just the loss and, of DDoS, then. Yeah, yeah, not just loss of DDoS. Like, just the deck doesn't do a very good job of beating Apoc. I mean, yep. the, the Apoc doesn't do a very good job of beating Titan. So you um, run into this problem where if you play against Titan, you can just lose. And uh, so in that sense, it makes, in, in my mind, that's why like freedom makes more sense. Gotcha. I don't think, yeah, I think that freedom's going to be underplayed. I don't know 
there's like a question up in the air right now for me. Like, I think the Freedom Deck's really good. I like playing it, but I don't know how like transferable it is to other metas. Does that make sense? Yeah, I, I mean it's a global meta right now, right? Like half the people in the yeah. Australian tournament were were not from Australia, so I think that was a good snapshot of actually what we're gonna see everywhere else, right? But I think no, you're right. Exactly. Most of the big like testing groups are gonna play in their own region, right? Intercontinentals is gonna be exciting. Oh, that's, that's gonna be hype. It's gonna be great. Uh, I think it's gonna be interesting because like people are gonna be bringing like optimized. Like everyone is gonna be there. Who everyone who's there is gonna be good. You don't and like so, playing against bad players? What do you have against bad players? I mean, I like free wins in Swiss, but like I also. <laughs> think it makes a deck it makes deck building choices a lot more interesting because like you can presume that your opponents are rational actors right and they aren't just going to bring like decks they want to play for fun or whatever so what you bring you can like sort of make you can make more you can make better decisions about what to bring to the tournament which i think is makes it the deck building process more rewarding for that tournament hey makes sense to me uh we've been going for like an hour here I don't know if you had anything yeah, else. Yeah, call it. Yeah. No, I want to say how, we. I I think we could do this semi often. I would like that. There there needs to be it's more like a... netrunner podcasting, and it it can't just be kitchen table netrunner. They already have like thirteen kids. <laughs> I don't know how they find any time. Yeah, I actually like that blew my mind too when I was. I don't know. I think it's like good to have like some content that is in like the realm of. That's sort of like more casual, laid back, but then just like it's like a mix up of like meta analysis and like community roundup stuff. Hey, that sounds um, like what we did. Yeah, yeah. The, the, so I think it's a there's a good like there's a good gap for us to fill, and I, I don't know. I think we're entertaining. We could. I think you're entertaining. That's for sure. I think you're entertaining too. Okay, thank you. Uh, well, I guess uh, <laughs> good job on winning uh, the the APAC tournament there and Thank i you. look forward to hearing you comment the uh, the other continentals yeah we'll uh, we'll have to regroup in a few weeks or two and do some retrospective yeah we'll do another yeah. fake pasta podcast again yep have a good one phil see ya intro and outro music by metaphasic it's a track called hydrophase <laughs>